We here at Stormdar Weather work hand-in-hand with the National Weather Service and other professional weather service agencies as a Weather Ready Nation ambassador. We are avid weather enthusiasts who have studied the likes of Mother Nature for over 30 years. The purpose of this podcast is to provide weather information, facts, and trivia in a manner that is entertaining and easily understood by everyone. Well, hello and welcome back to the Storm Dar Weather Podcast. This is episode 234. I'm Rando. I'm Corey. And I'm Shara. And this is our Labor Day pod. That's We're the, chilling. That, yeah, that's the title of the podcast, Labor Day Pod. Uh, we're recording this on Sunday, September 4th, and we know that Labor Day is Monday the 5th. And uh, I'm glad we all have Monday off. Isn't that awesome? How did that happen? I don't know. I don't know how we worked that out. Well, I mean, I don't ever have shows on Monday. Your Corey's normally off on yeah, Monday, right? They're o- I mean, the, no, they're open tomorrow, so. Well, they're open, but Corey's not, right? Right, but he's usually only I'm has Monday open. off when they're closed. <laughs> Corey's not open. <laughs> he usually only has it off because they're closed. We're going oh. to Eureka We're going to go do something tomorrow, tomorrow apparently. Oh, cool. We're going to go to the very start of Table Rock Lake, which is oh, below cool. Beaver Dam. Yeah. Put the kayaks in. Right there, uh, close to the dam. Nice. There's a, an old one-lane wooden bridge called the Golden Gate of the of Arkansas, of the Ozarks. It's it's really cool. The suspension bridge. We're going to go kayak under that. They've shot several movies there. It's a really cool place. Really? Yeah. It's called Beaver. Beaver, Arkansas. He's been wanting to Beaver. go to this forever. Well, we all know. it's it, it's just, is that the, It's just the whole White River thing? It's It starts... Well, with beaver, oh, White River, yeah, starts with beaver. It starts with beaver, then goes to Table Rock, yeah. then goes to Taney Coma, then goes to Bull Shows, and then goes to the Mississippi, mm-hmm. and then goes to the Gulf of Mexico, and then cycles back around to the Lake Thank Superior. You for the geography no, I lesson. I don't know. <laughs> Corey knows all this <clears throat> hydrology stuff, so good for you. Now, how far are you going to kayak? You're going to go kayak all the way into Table Rock? Well, we don't have anybody to pick I mean, us up. That, so. That's considered Table Rock Lake, but mm. I mean. Here. We'll have no. to stay close because we don't have anybody to pick us up. No, we're just going to go under the bridge. There's two bridges there. One bridge is a railroad bridge that we can go kayak under that they shot a Civil War movie called The Blue and the Gray. Uh, wow. There. Okay. And uh, it's just a nice little historic area. It's pretty down there. So you know. We'll take pictures and stuff and we, so we, we can will. post them we on will. the site. Yeah. I don't know if you've heard. I've become domesticated in the last week. Oh, what? Well, uh, uh, hang What's on, hang on. Wait. You have become I domesticated. domesticated. How did that Okay, happen? so, I mean, as most people, we've said before, Corey has been the main cook in our house for years. Okay. Not because I don't know how to cook, but right. because I do not like to cook. And it, it started with the fact that our schedules, I got off late, he got off before me, oh, right. so he would just always start dinner, but he likes to cook. He likes to cook from scratch. He likes trying new recipes and... You know, I'm like, if it comes out of a box, whoo, that's that's my kind of meal. And even better if it gets dropped at the door already ready, you know. But yeah, I went and bought a crock pot because ours is lost in storage somewhere. Wow. Okay. And I started looking up recipes. 
And, and I have nailed them. Have I not nailed them, honey? They've been very good. Oh, well, I got to give you a little applause. So Shara has now turned domestic. I'm like suddenly this housewife. That, it's everything wow. I've ever wanted in a wife. <laughs> oh, cook and clean and right? yeah, just stay at Nag home and, and watch the kids. <laughs> Nag. <laughs> Nag. I can do it all. <laughs> But I, I rocked the... Grayson requested white chicken chili okay. while he was home last week. And he was supposed to come the day Corey was off. And Corey was going to make it. Oh, Because right. he's the one that's made it before, and I don't have a clue. <laughs> okay. Yeah, Grayson couldn't come until the day later. Corey was at work. Oh, so then it was up to you. So I Googled a recipe. <laughs> Mama saves the day. I basically like picked the first one that popped up. and <laughs> That's great. Whew, it was a long list of ingredients, and I was nervous. Oh, but yeah. I I nailed it. It was good. Oh yeah. I I believe they said it was better than his. Ooh, really? And then I did a. Well, she did. Oh, okay. No, I think the kids did. <laughs> and then we did a sausage and tortellini soup. Oh, that was, you, that was that was my favorite. Really? You said it to me. I'm like sausage, eh? But then you said I could do chicken. You could put chicken in it. Yeah, I think I like do chicken. It actually calls for Italian sausage, but we don't like Italian sausage, so I did pork sausage. And a little bit of Polish sausage. It was good. Yeah, I'm just not much of a sausage but if, person. Yeah, I mean, you could put chicken in it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It, it's, it's one of those versatile meat type of things you could do. Well, and I mean, it's one of those... I, I don't ever follow the recipe exact. Like, if there's oh, something no. in it that I don't like, I... like Tomatoes, yeah. <laughs> right. Well, right. and like the one I made, the tortellini soup, called for a can of crushed tomatoes and a can of something. I don't remember, but I don't... It was like two or three different kinds of tomatoes. And I don't like that many tomatoes, and my kids won't yeah. eat tomatoes. So we did one can of Rotel. Oh, to give it a little. Well, that's kick. Gonna, yeah, got some spice stuff in it. Yeah, I don't do the bay leaf. I mean, people say put your bay leaf in. It's like I just, I just never do the bay leaf. Well, and I forgot to buy. I can't remember what it was. There was what were the leaves I put in this last week? Basil. No, I had to buy spinach. No, I had spinach. I put spinach in the tortellini. Anyway, I forgot good, to though. buy those, and I was like, okay. no one's going to notice if that's in cilantro. It was cilantro. So that's oh. what was wrong with uh, it. Like, no, cilantro. Uh, no. Cilantro kind of has a weird it, flavor to it me. It depends. It depends. Some people love it. Yeah. Some people don't yeah, you're like it. you're either or. I'm a not, because it tastes like dirt to me. That's what you make salsa out of. kind of smells like well, dirt when you're mixing no, it No, but see, Marilyn and Joy, they love it. They put. They said, oh, it's just so flavorful, and it's like, oh, it tastes like You can't dirt. have a lot. Anyway, it still tastes like dirt. How's anyway. the weather? I don't know. You know, we, I was just thinking. What we, brought that on? Yes. <laughs> was it was a nice fall rainy day the other day, and that's why I decided to make soup. Oh, I think that's, I think she's trying to do a segue there. Is that what you're trying to saying, do? I was saying, I brought out the crock pot, and I made Ooh. my first fall meal. Yeah, it was Ooh, I think it was a nice segue. I enjoyed it. <laughs> well, since you did that slick little segue from I'm domesticated. I mean, this is a weather broadcast. Well, that's true. Um, yeah, it was raining. Uh, first of all, happy September. Happy meteorological fall. We talked about it last week. Um, we, Yeah, and, and along with the rain. My gosh, now when was that rain? That was uh, Friday. Friday. It, it, okay, I want to talk about that a second. That's one of those little cutoff Pieces of energy. Have you noticed that? It started in Oklahoma City, and it raged down there, and it slowly, day after day, moved up into Southwest. It was spinning pretty good. It was really uh, cool on radar. You just never know. With Ozark's weather, you know, Thursday, 
Friday morning had a 20% chance of rain. That's By right. 1 o'clock in the afternoon, went up to 60%, 70%. And I was like, what's going on here? No, that's right. Didn't think it would flood us at Silver Dollar City at the cave, but it did. It flooded us out yesterday. It rained all day. So, And it came in waves, but we got a lot of it overnight. You know, I woke up that morning and I thought, two inches of rain? What? That's the thing. I didn't even know. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I did the show. at the football game, the Branson yeah. football game. Everybody got soaked. No, I didn't do the show. I, I recorded with Marilyn. It's like, okay, we'd ha- we, we've got some stuff you know, out there. It could rain or whatever. I went to sleep, and the next morning I looked at our weather station, like you said, over two inches. I'm like, what happened? And then it just and it, it well, that's when the low was right in around Springfield area. I watched it. This was like several days, Tuesday through like th- Thursday or Friday, and then it really rained on us, and we got that little six-county flood watch yeah it was us and two one to the east and one to the west and then a few to the north it was really really small which i thought was interesting and it did that and uh we got a total of 3.72 3.72 well yeah out of it i mean upwards of four and some people were saying they got more than four i don't know if those are credible stone county did that really over right four? to our north. There was a big flash flood. Our flash flood warning up there. Okay. Yeah, there was a little swath of four inches on the radar scope. I, I okay. check it out because uh, I oh, have okay. to do you know the cave and stuff, and I have to know where the rain fell. But um, oh, that's right. And you had some interesting stuff at your cave. How it rained. I got wet. You will get wet on a cave tour after it rains because it rains down there for two days after it stops up top. You know so. And it flooded. It flooded all the way to the ceiling in our waterfall room, but it does. It happens, but it hasn't happened since May. It's been a while. I, well, I say it's been a good summer. They haven't well, had it. I, I have to, yeah. And we'll, you know, I, I just have to think that may have that may have taken a big dent out of the dr- the drought. You know, each week it's a little bit less, a little bit less, a little bit less, which is good. Well, we were still in, you know, the like moderate, but. Right to our east was was in the abnormally dry now, and that's like, well, are we still there? Let me let me look. No, well, that keep, was keep that was Thursday. You know how we got a couple more days here to, or you know, half a week before it oh, comes yeah. out oh. again. Oh, oh, I see. Right to the north is of uh, Branson in yeah, Christian County is abnormally dry. Yeah, it's D zero. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, Branson, it's one well, of those things good. where it, wasn't, it wasn't a drought. Now it's going down. Oh, okay. Right. Each week it's like going down. But still, Miami, north of Joplin, Coffeyville, Kansas, southeast Kansas is really still in the extreme drought. I guess it's just yeah. missing. I thought Miami got a lot more rain than we did. No, they haven't gotten a lot. They've gotten... And as much as we did, maybe. No, they got like less than pop-up us. Storms and... No, they got less. Well, that rain on Friday it couldn't have come on a better day. It was perfect. I enjoyed it thoroughly. Did you cook? What did I do? For- yeah, that was the day I made the tortellini <laughs> soup. But that my, was my... My has had an inch this month, and we've had 3.7. Oh, I guess I thought they had a couple 3. days 8. where it rained, and we well, didn't. Well, no, no, it did rain, but not per- consistently. It just right. kind of just popped kind of stuff, and it went, went away. Well, Here's a fun fact. I normally Ooh. have the baby on Friday, and I did not. So you cooked. So you cook, yeah. But I also didn't have a husband at home, and I had no children at home. Oh, that's right. For so the what'd first you do? time ever. Yeah. I bet she missed me. Oh. Yeah. Um. So <laughs> I sat 
and I watch TV in the rain in my jammies. Does our like, house leak? For like a good three hours. <laughs> oh. I had the windows open. I had the gotcha. screen. It was wow. It was wow. perfect. I mean, if it's going to rain, you want it to rain you on a day. You came with some rides because there's nobody at work. Um, it was raining. Because <laughs> well, it was raining. I was enjoying the time to myself. <laughs> fun fact. Okay. okay. Fun fact. It's not fun fact time yet. Wait. We have yeah. recorded 3.8-ish inches mm-hmm. of rain in Brant- in Branton this week, this month. And we're like four this days into it. Oh, that's right. That's the whole thing, because this month has only been three or four days. That's right. For the entire month of August, we only got 3.8 inches of rain. So we have matched. We've matched in in the first two days, basically, of September, which is to be expected. It would be even more cool if it would have had been a uh, tropical system come up or something like that. Oh, gosh. I know. Sometimes we wouldn't get that much with a tropical system. Sometimes we get more. But yeah. that was a good rain. It really was. It, it and it came, it didn't come extremely fast, but it no, came no, no. at a rate. But it, it came in waves. It was kind of a wave it, thing, which I'm cool with that yeah. because you know if it if if it dumps and then goes away, then the water has time to kind of you know right. blend in. Then you get to another. I'm fine with that. Um, yeah, well, um, I mean we got a good start to September. I'm I'm good with oh, that. Yes. you know none of the trees are browning on the high road like like. They were starting to turn brown. They're kind of returning to green now. Well, I mean, we're right around average for temperature now. I mean, yeah. uh, we're, we're not seeing 90s, which is fine. But the average uh, the average high and low for today is 86 and 64. Uh, and next week, next next Sunday, is 84 and 62. So we're right at the but 80s. the humidity is still so well, high. Yeah, but we're... It still feels yucky out there. But we're still kind of in summer, though. That's kind of what's going to happen, you know. And and speaking of humidity, foggy mornings, they've been issuing uh, dense fog advisories. I've been missing it. early, and, you know, I've seen fog in the distance, but never right where we're at. It's been... Oh, I drove right through really bad fog on Friday. Did you know what Friday? When I took you to work. On the way back, it was very foggy. On, well, well on the past three mornings, we've had dense fog advisories. I see. I don't even get up till nine, so and they expire at nine. So I look. I get if I get up a little bit before I look at the weather, it's like, oh, we're under dense fog advisory. Like, well, it's gone now. <laughs> but Ready Warn doesn't, you know, tag that. So uh, you know, and I, I, I don't know if you even look at it or not, but uh, yeah. By the time I make the morning post, I just say, oh, well, the little fog this morning. <laughs> How'd y'all enjoy that fog? Because I yeah. didn't see it. Well, and that's because of all that rain. It, it's now saturated the ground. So when the when the a- actual air temperature cools, we have all this moisture and it condenses. Well, they only issue those dense fog averages at 2.30 in the morning, basically. And by the time we get around, it's too late. So well, yeah, neither one of us are up. Stormed our nation. We take care of you in the storms and the ice and the snow. Fog, you're on your own. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's true. But we do say, I do say the night before, you know, patch, there's going to be patchy might, fog. Might, it might fog. <laughs> it might fog. It, it might, might not. Fog tomorrow. Tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> but not all places will see fog. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, let's see. I'm looking fog at, is cool. I, okay. I, it, it, <laughs> in my cave. I have it every day. Oh, I, that's fine. Uh, there's so much stuff. This is this is a fun, packed podcast. I've had, I I think this is the first time we have a two page outline. Is it the first time? Hello. I don't think I've ever seen a two pager. I'm just concerned about the wasted paper here. It's like wow. 
Oh, you're wasted. looking at you like oh my old. <laughs> yeah, I do recycling from uh, yeah. It's a love medley. I made the love medley uh, for the Hughes brothers. So come and see them. We're I mean, but get your tickets quick because we are packing out the house now. Um, yeah, oh no, I wanted to talk about that low. Uh, that that low that brought us all that rain on Friday. Do you know where it's at right now? I don't know. Southern Illinois. It's still is that, spinning. Is that it? It is. We had some poppers this afternoon up up uh, well northwest of Springfield. They were headed southwest. Nice. And when we got to northwest Arkansas, those poppers were headed south. And it's yeah, because they're that. they're circling, still circling around that huge low. We got some poppers over in McDonald County right now. Oh yeah, they came from uh, Lamar and they're then Joplin moving. and Seneca. Yeah, got some lightning with it too. Yeah, it's weird. They just kind of kind of do that. Um, okay, so looking ahead, <clears throat> looking ahead, we're going to talk about the pollen here in a minute. Uh, Sherry, you're doing really well, not uh, <clears throat> coughing and. I'm Sh- Sherry's got got some allergies. We'll talk about more of that in the, in the pollen report. But um, yeah, the ridge builds back in on Wednesday. There could be some afternoon pop stuff, pulse stuff every now and uh, I'm. It's not going to be big. It's not going to be a washout. Not going to be severe. Uh, and like today, they were in you know West Central Missouri. They went down through Joplin, now in North Northwest Arkansas. It just you know just plan on it being dry. And if you happen to get under one of these little poppers, they're not going to last long. Um, so, but that ridge builds back in Wednesday and Thursday. Could. A little bit of a heat up, but I don't think it's going to be in the 90s. And then they're talking about a potential pattern change. <clears throat> Excuse me, coming in by the end of the week. But there's still a lot of questions on that. So we'll have to see. So I need to cough. So I think it's time to get to Corey. Did you bring your iPad, Corey? No. Who needs an iPad? That's right. You got your phone. Okay, so I'm going to I'm going to cough. So <clears throat> right now I'm going to turn over to the next segment with Corey. Model minute. Model minute. What do they say? It's the model minute. And it's time for the model minute. Oh, boy, I feel much better now. <laughs> What's on normal high this week? I'm sorry. You said it. What was our normal high? What is our normal high? Uh, for Springfield, is pro- about 86 this week. 86 to 85 this week. All right. Well, according to the models, okay. By the weekend coming up, we could see some lower high temperatures, maybe 80 to 82 degrees. Ooh, I like it. Yeah, there's a little chance of rain this weekend too, okay. but. Nothing to write home about. Nothing like we saw on Friday, unless they know something we don't. Yeah. And you never know. You well, never know what the old National Weather Service says these days, you know. So. It changed in 24 hours. We got nothing to like yeah. three inches. Yeah. But no, I mean, this pattern. So, yeah, I'm glad you're looking at the, the, the thermals, too. Yeah, I'm going to look at the rain now. And, boy, I tell you what. There's, uh, you know, that little bit this week and maybe into... Um, there's a, a hint of precipitation on Monday coming through, just maybe a 20, 30% chance. And Still, it's, it's like this little bitty chance. Little know. chances, and I see nothing, nothing over us until the po- next possibility is, a, you know, man, it's not even possibly this weekend. It's kind of spotty stuff. Wow. Light stuff. Yeah. Something interesting at the end of the loop. And it's for sure going to happen because it's on uh, 
hour number 372. Oh my gosh, uh, yes it is. There's some big <laughs> stuff coming. Maybe 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 oh? that's that long lost cold front we we've been hearing about that you know we've heard some inklings about on on social media. Yes, we've heard chatter that something big cold front coming through but on this the 10th until September 19th, but we, yeah. we, you know that's that's um, two days before the official start of fall. Well, I remember. Oh. I remember a few years back, the first day of fall, the temperature kind of plummeted. We got down in the fifties for a high a couple times. Oh. Uh, remember that? Wouldn't that be nice? That would be wonderful. Maybe that's a. Maybe that's a. Uh, I don't know. Well, I mean, in a week a week or so ago, uh, we heard that one. Entity mm-hmm. saying, you know, be ready on September 10th. The cold front's coming through, and I think both of us just laughed because, like, mm. you, you can't, you can't forecast more than, especially more than two weeks out. You can't do that. I mean, shoot, at this time of year, it's hard to be really accurate five days out. So when you get 14 to 20 days well, out, if this if this <laughs> pans out, uh-huh. which I'm going to be watching this, if it pans out, so mark mark, mark your words, yeah. If it pans Mark out, mm-hmm. we could have a nice first day of fall. We can be, well, maybe a chilly day. We make some chilly that day, honey. Oh, Griffin was requesting chilly today. There you go. Well, just tell him it's not quite cold enough yet. But so here's what we're gonna do. Okay, what? I know it's three hundred and eight. It's <laughs> yeah, two weeks out. Maybe a little more. We're gonna issue a uh, crock pot advisory. Oh. Get your crock pots cleaned out for the fall. I mean, fall's happening. You're going to need that crock pot anyway. We'll see if we, you know we can maybe issue a a, a chili watch. Maybe maybe a oh a chili okay not a chili cook off no chili watch. Uh, you know, some people like to do chili. Some people like to do you know the pumpkin spice. Mm. A lot right. of people on this first on the first cold day of fall, you'd be surprised. Make chili. How many people in this town will make chili in their crock pot all day? Can you please make some graphics for me? I don't know. It, it shouldn't we take need a you chili long. Alert. Well, no, we got a crock pot advisory, <laughs> a chili watch, <laughs> and what's the other thing you said? I don't know what will be the best. Uh, what will be the warning for that? Uh, uh, that's not a warning. That's maybe a, I should do a simmer advisory. That's a celebratory. Ooh, well, uh, think about it. Think about yeah. it. You don't decide right about now. that. That'd be good. But you know that would be totally cool to like yeah. do. Yeah, I think so. Cool. Oh my gosh, Corey, you're, Other than that, there's nothing happening on the models. You're brilliant. I'm just going to give you one of those. All you're right, just thanks. brilliant. Okay. Well, so there. Okay, so just be prepared for kind of average temperatures for a while. Uh, okay. <clears throat> now, let's get talking business. I could do the sound effect for you, right? I now. I think you can. Uh, Shara is plagued with pollen. <laughs> it hit me hard last night. So what's going on with you, and man? I texted you. I was like, "What are the allergy levels?" Cause yeah, something is up. So you're and you don't have a cold. You don't have COVID. No, no. It it's all starts with just a scratchy throat and me sneezing my head off. That's your typical allergy. That's thing. how it starts every time. And by the next day, my nose is a faucet and all stopped up, and oh. my eyeballs hurt. Hey, we have those COVID tests, by the way. <laughs> well, I don't have fever. I don't have a headache. I don't feel bad. You can still kind of taste. But, I can still taste. I can still smell. But, but we have to, we have to explain to people, and you're a nurse, so you can back me up on this. You know, 
if you have a cold and your nose is plugged up, you you won't taste or smell. It doesn't right. mean you have COVID. Exactly. It just means your nose is plugged up because you can't smell. <laughs> I can smell a little, like if I get really close to it, and I can taste. So basically, pollen, uh, the weeds are across the board just high all week. Ragweed is out, chinopods is out, nettle is out, and the Springfield office is say, detecting a little bit of lamb's quarter. I don't even know what lamb's quarter is. Not like their hind leg. But, oh God. Are we going to go off the rails? For this? <laughs> so was pollen not high? Maybe I read it wrong. Them, this is all pollen. Huh? This is all pollen. Well, I mean, Rag, yeah, oh yeah. Oh, okay, ragweed, chinapods. No, I'm telling you the predominant ones. Yeah. It, oh, it's. I just looked at the chart and it was at the top. Oh like, yeah, yeah. The line yeah. went all the way to the she top. She went to a pollen site and it, all it said was pollen was high. I was like, well, yeah. Fun what, of me? what pollen would that be? See, I'm getting more in depth and telling you what pollens hey, are out there. What? Are you making fun of me? No. <laughs> I I did my own research. I went to pollen.com, <laughs> and there was a bar graph. That's your problem. Yeah, and it was well. through the roof. And that was all I needed yeah. to know. I'm like, well, that's why I feel like Well, crap. and also, mold is high, which that makes sense. Mold because, bothers me, too. Yeah, mold. I had a feeling mold, that was my thinking, because the rain and everything. Oh, yeah, yeah. Cladosporium. I mean, that's all I see on mold is cladosporium. I guess that's the only mold. I don't know. 40.7 thousand. I hate thousand. that cladosporium. It's me yeah. every time. <laughs> And cladosporium in the auditorium. Oh, I said what I think. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Wait. my gosh. Oh, sorry. Okay, here I am trying to be funny. Okay, so, yeah. So, cladosporium or mold is 40,733. And then pollen. Yeah, we're getting, it's September. We're in that time of year. Stuff is going to happen. So, God, my phone keeps lighting up. Stop. I need to turn it over so I can't see. <laughs> Y'all are on your phones all the time. My phone, it, it, it distracts me. Okay, yeah, so if you are out there, if you're suffering from allergies, yeah, you probably better be taking the, you know, the antihistamines. I cert- I did, I'm definitely taking mine. You're taking them all over the place, so. Okay, here's the next update we need to talk about. Tropical. 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 It's Tropical. Yeah, this one, we got a lot to talk about on the tropics. Um, and I have a question for you, Corey. We have in the Atlantic Hurricane Danielle. But yesterday it was Tropical Storm Danielle. Was it the day before Hurricane Danielle? I mean, did it kind of... Because I thought we had a Hurricane Danielle. We did. We did. Okay, but it went back. To, yesterday was Tropical Storm. That I don't know. Yeah, because I looked at it and went, well, wait a minute, it's back down. So that's why I wanted to ask you. So I think it's going to, I mean, they're, they're bubbling up and down or whatever. We do have Hurricane Danielle. It's right in the middle of the Atlantic. Um, uh, maximum sustained winds are 85 miles per hour. It's heading northeast. It's going to turn to the east-northeast by Wednesday and becoming tr- a tropical storm on Thursday. And then it's just going to continue towards uh, England not New England, England is going to go across the Atlantic. Uh, the other thing we got is Tropical Storm Earl. We need to... Yeah, it was a Category 1, then it went down to a Tropical Storm, then back to a hurricane. You mean Danielle? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I thought, because it said da- hurricane, then I looked at it, it's like, yeah, yeah it's going to bubble up. Uh, we need to watch Tropical Storm Earl, because right now, it's just a Tropical Storm, maximum state winds of 50. It's heading north, okay, so it's still... it's. Close to, 
shoot, where's that? It's close to those islands, the Antilles. It's not there, but it's it's headed north, so it's not going to come this way. Um, it's uh, going to become a hurricane. They're pro- projecting it to become a hurricane by Tuesday. It then is going to turn northeast by Wednesday, and it's going to slide just east of Bermuda. So it's not going to hit Bermuda, but it, on the, the current projected track, the western edge of what, what we think is Hurricane Earl will we'll slice Bermuda a little bit. And then it's, it's, they're saying it's going to become a major hurricane after that, which is weird. It's kind of high up north. Yeah. I mean, Bermuda. I mean, well, I mean, Bermuda is still in that tropical kind of. It something. is, but that's kind of out there, really. Yeah. And so was Danielle, really. Oh, Danielle's way up there. Mm-hmm. It's like in the middle of, like, that that's where uh one that's where the drunken sailor yeah. uh storms go. They just kind of go in a circle and bubble up and down but the, and then in addition to all that there's a tropical wave, another one coming off of African coast. Right now they say it's like a 20% chance it'll become something. They're going to watch it and I just keep thinking back a couple or three podcasts ago you said mm-hmm. on your model minute there's like these series of waves that are getting ready to come off and and a few of them have actually materialized yeah so uh yeah so we're gonna see that one uh the the good thing at this point none of the tropical systems are going to interact with land especially american land uh bermuda yeah we'll watch that i mean the hurricane uh national hurricane center has done pretty well so, okay, so that's what's going on in the tropical Atlantic. Now, the tropical Pacific, we got one thing out there. Tropical system, tropical storm K. K, they're already up to K. Wow. Uh, maximum sustained winds of 40, which isn't eh, a big deal. It could be a hurricane by Tuesday morning. Uh, going to be riding up towards the Baja Peninsula. It's going north, uh, north to northeast. And by Thursday, it decreases to by tropical storm. Tropical storm again, and by Friday, uh, no, no, no. I'm reading this wrong. You know, commas make sense. <laughs> They're great. Okay, so punctuation is amazing. Yeah. Okay. I, mean, I have the punctuation. I'm just not reading it in the right way. <laughs> uh, could okay. So tr- uh, tropical storm cake could be a hurricane by Tuesday. And then riding up uh, the Baja Peninsula by Thursday, then decreasing to a tropical system. Tropical may, system. May possibly a Category 2. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's going. I mean, they're thinking it, it's that time of year. Uh, mm-hmm. By Friday. But the whole, the good thing is it's going to stay west of the Baja Peninsula. If you look at a map, if anybody really are not familiar with the Baja, uh, look at California. It's that stretch of land that goes several hundred miles uh, west of Mexico. So we're going gonna to kind of watch that. Uh, but definitely what's happening is the tropics are picking up. We got two major oh, systems, yeah. not major hurricanes, but major cyclone, cyclonic systems in the Atlantic. We got one in the Pacific and another one right off of Africa. So let's look at that. Okay, we uh, it's time to get to the weather school. So uh, Thursday we had almost four inches of rain here. Lots of places had flash flooding, and uh, streets are flooding. You can't go. <laughs> that was good. Sorry. <laughs> 
shares cracking me up. Uh, yeah, if you get a flooded road, don't drive down it. Uh, please turn just, around. Don't drown. Yeah, just I gotta. Yeah, please just don't drive. Not worth it through flooded things uh, flooded roadways it, it's not worth it so anyway this this week's weather school is all about flooding so let's get to the weather school if there's something about the weather that you want to know stormed our weather school the national weather service has just issued a flood warning what exactly does that mean A flood is an overflow of water that submerges land that is usually dry. In the sense of flowing water, the word may also be applied to the inflow of the tide. Floods are an area of study in the discipline hydrology and are of significant concern in agriculture, civil engineering, and public health. Flooding may occur as an overflow of water from water bodies, such as a river, lake, or ocean, in which the water overtops or breaks levees, resulting in some of that water escaping its usual boundaries. Or it may occur due to an accumulation of rainwater on saturated ground in an aerial flood. While the size of a lake or other body of water will vary with seasonal changes in precipitation and snowmelt, these changes in size are unlikely to be considered significant unless they flood property or drown domestic animals. Floods can also occur in rivers when the flow rate exceeds the capacity of the river channel, particularly at bends in the waterway. Floods also cause damage to homes and businesses if they are in the natural flood plains of the rivers. There is some confusion on the different types of flood products used by the National Weather Service, so let's go over a few of these products and their definitions. First, the flash flood. A flash flood is defined as a sudden local flood, typically due to heavy rain. A flash flood warning is issued for flooding that normally occurs within six hours of heavy or intense rainfall. This results in small creeks and streams quickly rising out of their banks. Dangerous flooding in areas near these creeks and streams, as well as low-lying flood-prone areas, develops quickly and is a significant threat to life and or property. Next is the flood. A flood is defined as a rising and overflowing of a body of water, especially onto normally dry land. A flood warning or an aerial flood warning is normally issued for flooding that develops more gradually, usually from prolonged and persistent moderate to heavy rainfall. This results in a gradual ponding or buildup of water in low-lying flood-prone areas as well as small creeks and streams. The flooding normally occurs more than six hours after the initial rain begins and may cover a very large area. However, 
Even though this type of flooding develops more slowly than flash flooding, it can still be a threat to life or property. Next is the flood advisory. A flood advisory is issued when flooding that is not considered a significant threat to life or property is expected or occurring. This usually deals with nuisance flooding problems such as flooding in low-lying areas and areas of poor drainage, as well as minor flooding of streets and roadways. This type of flooding causes some inconvenience but is not generally considered a significant threat to life or property. Now, before a flood, a good thing to do is gather supplies in case you have to leave immediately or if services are cut off. Keep in mind each person's specific needs, including medication. Don't forget the needs of your pets. Obtain extra batteries, charging devices for your phones, and other critical equipment. Keep important documents in a waterproof container. Create password-protected digital copies. Protect your property. Move valuables to higher levels. Declutter drains and gutters. Install check valves and consider a sump pump with a battery. During a flood, depending on where you are in the impact of the warning time of the flooding, go to a safe location that you've previously identified. If told to evacuate, do so immediately. Never drive around barricades. Local responders use them to safely direct traffic out of flooded areas. Listen to the NOAA weather radio or local alerting systems for current emergency information and instructions. Do not walk, swim, or drive through flooded water. Just six inches of water can knock you down, and a foot of water can sweep your vehicle away. Always remember, turn around, don't drown. Stay off bridges over fast-moving water. Fast-moving water can wash bridges away without warning. If your vehicle is trapped in rapidly moving water, then stay inside. If water is rising inside the vehicle, then seek refuge on the roof. If trapped in a building, then go to its highest level. Do not climb into a closed attic. You may become trapped by rising flood water. Go on the roof only if necessary. Once there, signal for help. And after a flood has occurred, listen to authorities for information and instruction. Return home only where authorities say it is safe. Avoid driving except in emergencies. Snakes and other animals may be in your house. Wear heavy gloves and boots during cleanup. Be aware of the risk of electrocution. Do not touch electrical equipment if it is wet or if you are standing in water. If it is safe to do so, turn off the electricity to prevent electric shock. Avoid wading in flood water, which can contain dangerous debris and be contaminated. Underground or downed power lines can also electrically charge the water. Use a generator or other gasoline-powered machinery only outdoors and away from windows. Flooding is just one fury of Mother Nature. A common misconception about flooding is that once the heavy rainstorm is over, then the flood threat is over as well. 
quite the contrary, as the rainwater will continue to run off into creeks, streams, and eventually lakes for days after the rain ends. And, with multiple rounds of heavy rain, the flooding threat could continue for several days or even weeks. If you have a question about the weather you'd like us to answer, then send us an email at stormdarweather at gmail.com. And in the subject line, put weather question. Well, that does it for this edition of Stormdar Weather School. And there's all you need to know about flooding. And Corey said his cave flooded. I mean, it's not flooded now. It's high, but it's not flooded. We can go all the way through. Okay. So, so it's going it back. It was yesterday. yesterday. Yeah. So well, and every now, like when it okay, so when it does flood and then it stops raining, how long does it take for it to go back to normal? And so, how much? Well, I'm glad you asked, Rando. It all depends on the lake level. It all depends on the water table. So if it's dry, if it's been dry, it goes down quickly. It should have taken three days. It only took one day this time. I was surprised. So dry. Yeah, I was surprised that you said you were able to do full tours today. I was today. surprised myself. I really thought I, still I'm be the one hours. who went down to look for the flood this morning, which is my. Job. And it was like completely gone all the way down to the floor, no, or no, no, just no, no, no. under the stairs. It was under. It was halfway down. It was way going down though. It was still. That's pretty. good. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I w- wasn't working at Silver Dollar City, so I don't know. Uh, okay, so it's time for in other news, and I got to get my graphics up here. Um, okay, I got a whole bunch of this stuff. We're gonna like go back and forth on, <laughs> on this. Um, the first thing is the old farmers almanac. Okay, we talked about the farmers almanac and the old farmers almanac, and I think I think Corey and I are both on the same page. The old farmers almanac is probably a little more reliable. Is that what you're saying? No. Uh, is the Farmer's Almanac the f- reliable? I don't buy any of them. Oh, you know. <laughs> but if you had to pick one, which well, one would you trust? Well, I, I, the over, old farmer? Yeah. I honestly don't know. Okay. You had They're mentioned, saying the same thing, basically. Uh, yeah. There, there's like a little difference. My dad's an old farmer. You could just ask him. But 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 here's the thing. This is the Almanac. I think we're all on the same page. It's it's okay. It's just September. It's almost impossible to predict what's going to go happen in January, December, January, and February no, right now. No, here's the deal. Okay, it's all clickbait if it's on Facebook for one. But true, still true. You know, you have these people. Not only them sharing it, but you have other people sharing it. People look forward to something different, and winter is different than what we're seeing now. So people are winter, starting to post. Be looking for spring. And- yeah, exactly. So people are starting. To, they're sharing, sharing, sharing. Basically, all they're saying is it's going to be colder in the winter, and that's Duh. basically common sense. Yeah, they're selling common sense. You're right, and and this is the time that the hypers are going to start coming out. Absolutely. Well, and people, I, you know, I've had several polls I've seen on on Facebook where they ask, "What's your favorite season?" Oh yeah. I don't. I don't have a favorite. Like, oh, I do. <laughs> I, I mean, I know some people do, but I live in this area for a reason. Like, I like it, yeah. all four seasons. So yeah, you know, at the end of summer, I'm ready for fall. At the end of fall, I'm ready for winter. At the end of it's. I like them all individually for their own, you know, just like my kids. 
And I'll be honest with you. I love them all. You. I don't have a favorite. I've <laughs> had many different favorite seasons. I've had a season in my life where I liked the fall. I've had a season in my life where I loved summertime. Spring, you know, we all love spring. But I really love winter right now. Why? Really? Yeah. Any particular reason? Well. Because you're off it's work. Cold. I get to snuggle with my woman all day. Well, there it's you go. It's cold. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> It's unpredictable. You know, you know, you get, you get. It's fun to be a weather guy in the winter because every, you have to really watch the models more so than now. You really get to watch those winter weather models and guess if it's going to snow or if it's not going to snow or if it's going to snow an inch or it's going to snow eight inches. Or like last year when I went with my mom for a couple of days and it sleeted for like two yeah. days. See, that's fun. We had thunder, that was very unusual. Remember that? Uh, very unusual. We thought we might get some ice that time, remember? That's yeah. why you went up there. Yeah, yeah, uh, so, in power because mom's got a lot of mystery in winter weather, you know? So Yeah, okay. but see... It's cold, but, but see, you know. winter, for me, winter makes me nervous. And I think because I don't have gas heat. You know, yeah. if the electricity goes out... I don't have any heat. Yeah, that always scares me. That's the only thing I, I get. I hate about winter is the possibility of ice storms. Oh, I love I like snow, that. but right. the Snow's ice fine. and the possibility Snow's of the power fine. going out is the only thing that terrifies An me. An ice storm is like, you know, in this area, it's like a Hurricane Andrew. It takes one, and you remember it forever, and you refer to it like it could happen every time. And it can happen. Because we had that horrible right? one. But it takes the one... And now that's and it scares all we think everybody about. forever, even though they don't happen that often. And you know, you're exactly right, and it's but true. We you haven't go really power had it for two weeks. Yeah, we haven't had an ice storm. Was that 2007? Yeah, 2007. Yeah, but it didn't even come to. But Branson. yeah, that was it a really, Springfield. That's the thing is, it didn't even affect us. I don't Nothing know when here. Branson has had an ice storm the last time. Uh, I I do, and I remember. Okay, now this is when. This is like 2002 or 2003. Yeah. I remember an ice storm. It was whatever. We had Tally, uh, which is our little fat beagle who was like 165,000 years old. And she was so cute. You would have loved her. I was taking her out to, to walk. No, I was taking her out to walk. And I looked in towards the southeast. And I saw a green flash. And all of the power went out. In my entire life, mm-hmm. I do not remember ever living through an ice storm that left us without power for days. Well, okay, like, days. I remember days. now, during that ice storm, <coughs> that 2007, we lost power for a couple of hours. Where were you? We didn't. We did. I remember in bundling Branson? the kids up. Yes, Not we Branson. lost power we for an hour or two. We didn't even get this we far didn't down. Even, we didn't get freezing, At some Sarah. point, and I remember we lived on Blossom Valley, I remember we lost power for an hour or two, and we didn't know it, it can't be 2007. It was in your dreams. No, no. it wasn't. No, no, wait And a I don't wait. remember when I thought, you know, when is this going to come back on? And we were like bundling the kids but, but, up. But wait, but okay, let, let me be mediator right here. On. That probably happened, but I don't think it's 2007. Well, I mean, we didn't. We moved here in 2006, and we only lived in that house for a couple of years. So, well, I yeah, I, I don't just know, know but, that I've had the power go off for an hour or two, and it makes me nervous every time. I remember it happened in Joplin when Grant was a baby, and I put him in like a billion layers to run around the house <laughs> because you know he's not going to sit still under a blanket like me because he was like two. Yeah. But I mean, I remember losing power for an hour or two, 
and that making me so nervous because that's right when your house starts getting cold. You know, your heat was running and everything was good and your house just starts to get cold. Not mine. But then it kicks back on. But, I mean, I think about these people in Springfield that went days. Their toilet That's like water my was frozen. It was 10 days. 10 days. My mom and dad, like, were 9 or 10 days without power. Well, so, mine had, my, my parents had gas heat, so they, they were fine inside. My they mom and dad had fine. a generator, but, yeah. you know, still. I, I don't know. Well, with that day that I was taking Tally out... The power went off. Karen was freaking out. I was freaking out. But it was only off for like six hours or six or eight hours. And only that overnight. <laughs> but then it came back. It's like, Ugh. Okay. So there. Reminiscence with storm dry weather people. Anyway. What? So, where, did, where were we going with well, that? Well, I mean, the whole thing is, is the, uh, the Farmer's Almanac and the old Farmer's Almanac are all saying cold and snowy and blah, blah, blah. I just can't put any trust in it right now. It's not, I mean, we just don't know. We're in La Nina, which La Nina favors warmer. La Nina favors warmer. Guys, it's what? seriously. It's September. It's seriously. They've done it for years. That's how they sell their publications. It has nothing. It's like clickbait. Nothing it's, it's true. more to do with anything that's all it's there to or do. Or the National Enquirer. They can't they sell tell it the based future. On exactly. They, they don't have a time no one machine. Can. No one can. The only purpose is to sell more magazines. That's yeah. it. You know, That's and we're it not is. we're not saying we're not bashing on them. Nobody can. National no, Weather Service. Do, that, us. That power doesn't we exist. Can't. We can't even. No, that power does not exist. Can you imagine exist. if it did? Psh. Well, then everybody say the same thing, and everybody could repair. But I, yeah. Wouldn't that be nice? Yeah, but that that ain't gonna happen. Okay. Oh, oh boy, I love going on tangents like that. Okay, so here's another tangent. <laughs> we can go on. Um, I've heard this before, and Corey, we were talking before the podcast. You've heard this before too. Do the fogs in August correlate to the amount of snowy winter days? I've heard this. Not sure. One entity in Springfield is saying there is a correlation. I haven't, I don't see the data. Again, is this clickbait? Absolutely. <laughs> Everything on Facebook is clickbait. Everything on Facebook is clickbait. Yeah. I mean, it's just something I saw. It's like, well, you know, I don't know. I want to see the data. I, I mean, I listened to my doctor podcast, and one of, one of the doctors I listened to, I just, adore listening to him because it's like show me the data don't tell me what's happening show me the data now if, if you show me the data if, then i if, believe if it. our fog was caused by something that's also going to cause winter storms you know maybe like you know mm -hmm. but but a fog is not going to be it's not going to be the telltale sign for sure we get foggy We've had foggy Augusts many years and no snow. No right. snow. Right. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah, and then uh, now, and every morning, every morning for the past three or four days, we've had dense fog advisories. Does that mean it's going to snow all these days? I mean, you can't correlate that. <laughs> you just can't do it. Well, the past three dense fog advisories, we, we might get a, a dusting out of that. <laughs> we might get a Probably. dusting. Yeah, probably. Or the freezing angle would get just here. Yeah, like, and just yeah, <laughs> and nothing. Okay, we're uh, gonna we're what? gonna bottom out at thirty three. Yeah, you know, you know so <laughs> there's the freezing line. 
Yeah, and nothing. Lots Can't, of rain. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, okay, so let's get to let's get to the Southwest and the West Coast. They are going through one of the most intense heat waves again, again. They did this before. They're going through it again. So uh, I'm seeing this. Uh, this is last Friday. So the, today's the 4th. This is September, September 2nd. Okay, so keep this in mind. September 2nd, uh, daily record highs. Furnace Creek, California. Furnace Creek, which is the hottest well, place. Death Valley. Sounds like a hot yeah. creek. And one, I'm not too concerned about that one, but one of these I am. Yeah, 124 degrees. 124 on the 2nd of September, the previous record was 122. So, Lancaster, California, 113 degrees. The previous record was 112, set back in 1950. Pendleton, Oregon? See, this is where I start getting concerned. Okay, why are you getting concerned? Well, Oregon, or the next three here on our list, even though it's not super hot, right? you're, you're out of that desert now. Oh, yeah. You're not even in the hot place. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah. Pendleton. I don't know where Pendleton, Oregon is, but Oregon is in the Northwest. When, when places right. are really hot that aren't supposed to be hot, right. even in the hottest summer. <laughs> 104 degrees. Mm. Previous record, 101, set back in 1950. Reno, Nevada. Now, this is not in Southern. This is Reno's in North, isn't it? Or north Northwest? It's in the Western part. Western part. Okay. Reno, Nevada, 102, 102 degrees. Previous record, 101. And this is the one I thought was wild. Yeah, I agree. Salt Lake City, Utah. Salt Lake City, Utah, okay, 100 degrees. Broke the record. The previous record was 98 degrees back in 1947. this is a small area. This is a very widespread area. This is like West Coast-ish. Absolutely. I I mean, they they, they, and I'm sure there's more record highs. These were the ones that I saw uh, on... On on uh, CNN and and other places. Grayson's I mean, in Colorado one night right now. I wonder what the weather is there. Oh, w- nice. Where in Colorado? Bre- Breckenridge. It's probably cold. Around Denver. <laughs> huh? He's been around Denver. Okay. Most of the time, I yeah, think. He's fine. Uh, and the last thing I have, and now now this is the 2021 report. This is the state of the climate 2021. I'm I'm putting. Okay, you know, confidence the in this. State but, of the climate. Yeah, it's the state of the climate report. Someone like is that a big someone speech? stand in front of the right? <laughs> not the state of the union. This is the and state of the here climate. Here is the climate. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but they. But last year, not this year. Last year, because they we've just now really, really uh, honed in on last year. The, we've had record high greenhouse gas concentration. Which, duh, I say duh. Because we should know that. That's what's happening. It is the sixth warmest year on record, which we kind of know that. A record high global average sea level. That's something that concerns me. Because if we're having all of the ice uh, glaciers and ice uh, patty, that's the only thing, patty, that's not like an ice pad, like a rice patty. I don't know why patty came in my brain. Ice what is it? Areas? <laughs> Shelf. Shelf, I guess. I don't know. But, you know, they're melting. You know, know. like Gre- north of Greenland and Ar- Arctic is... So when, uh, when, once that melts, then the sea level rises. 
So record high, global average, see, global, all around, you know, maybe it could be a half an inch or an inch, but it's still, it's rising. And global average sea surface temperatures are slightly cooler, which would kind of make sense because if all the ice is melting, that would cool it off, which probably, I don't know if there's a correlation of why we're still in La Nina, because La Nina is a little cooler is it cooler? Is La Nina? I keep getting those confused. La Nina, no, the, no, uh, La Nina is warmer, right? I don't El so. Nino is cooler. Oh, I'm going to lose my my credibility card. Ah, okay. I tell you what, I'm going to quit this, and then I'm going to toss it to. Uh, well, no, I, uh, I I I want to talk about two other things. Then I'm going to look it up. I always get La Nina is cold water. It's cooler yeah. than average. El Nino is warmer. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah. Wow, why did I doubt myself? I don't know. Oh, okay. I don't know. I, I'm trying to figure I'm out a drop. I'm worried about you now. Okay. I mean, can we trust anything he says now? No. Yeah, okay. That, that, okay, that's what concerns me right now is the big screen. Anyway, <laughs> um, I heard a super typhoon. Hinnanmanor. Hin, uh, and you make me read all those stupid big words? Yeah. <gasps> you can't even read this one. Okay, I apologize to the weather people. They are not stupid words. But... <laughs> she was just looking at me like, yeah, okay. They're stupid words. Well, whoever named these typhoons, remember, the only reason I'm bringing this up, the super typhoon, Hinnanmanor, it slammed into the Sea of Japan and went over South Korea and up the Sea of Japan. It's the first Category 5-ish hurricane on Earth. In 2022, maximum sustained winds were 160 miles an hour. Uh, if you want to see some more info on that, it was awesome info. I read the whole article on uh, go to earthobservatory.nasa.gov or just Google super typhoon Hinnanor. H I N N A M. N O R. That's the name. Of it. Uh, very, 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 very uh, interesting stuff. So, anyway, first category five in 2022. I got breaking news. Oh, breaking news! I told you come up with something. Breaking news. I like this. The United States. The United. We live there. I think that's where we live. We do. Yeah, we live here. Yeah. I've heard of it. This is just yesterday. Uh oh. This is brand new. Has seen its first. Fall leaf changes of the season. Oh, good lord. Where, you might ask? Where? Where? Alaska. Oh, my God. (laughs) The leaves are changing in Alaska, and according to the Environmental Data Center at the University of Alaska in Fairbanks, this is earlier than normal. Oh, Wait for, a minute. For Alaska? Or? No, 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 wait. No, wait. September 3rd, yesterday, is earlier than normal. Just a little bit earlier than normal. Okay. We're seeing birches, willows, poplar, and all the ground-covering species like bearberry already Ooh. changing in a large part of Alaska. So, there's that. Okay, interesting. For that. It is not fall in Alaska. No, it is not. It's not fall, fall anywhere yet. 
Remember last year when everybody was posting <laughs> pictures of their dead leaves on the ground going, What's the temperature it's fall. in Fairbanks, I'm like, Alaska? Oh, those are just dead exactly. leaves. What's the temperature in Fairbanks, Alaska? It is 57 right now. Well, that's fall-ish, that's but it's not... chilly there. That's nice, actually. Yeah. That's, that's just a little weather. chilly for me. <laughs> hey, I, I got to tell you something. On that note, and again... It, it correlates to what Corey was looking at on his model minute earlier. Um, I was looking at the thermals long range on the national level. And on the 19th, 19th and 20th of September, I was seeing a little blue in the thermals coming in uh, uh, Montana. Mm. And blue well. means 30s. So, yeah. no. I'm, I'm not saying reflectivity. I'm not saying snow. I'm just saying, I thought that was interesting. But it could, it, of course, it's indicative of what's to come. I mean, shoot, we're going into fall. So right. I just thought that was kind of interesting. You know, and, it's not uncommon to get some flurries up there. Exactly. In later September. Especially if it's Montana. And the higher elevations, Mon- it's going to happen. And in Alaska. Oh, well, <laughs> yeah, sure, for sure. <laughs> but, but not Oregon. It's 100 degrees in Oregon. Well, you would think it's up there, you know? <laughs> That's true. Yeah. It's, it, weird right. things are happening in, in the world of weather. It is. Oh, do you remember our Remembering Joplin series? I recall. You recall remembering that? Remembering Joplin. Recall? You recall it? Okay. On one of the episodes, it was the perspective of the emergency managers. And yes. you remember that one? I remember that. I remember that too. It's we had uh, the Joplin emergency manager Keith Stammer. Wonderful interview. Uh, it was a oh, phoner. Yeah. He was a good. A lot of stories. A lot of story. And you know what? I, <clears throat> I learned the other day. Keith is retiring. So congratulations to Keith. <clears throat> I don't know if he listens to this podcast or not, but uh, you know people that probably do listen to it, know of him or whatever. So we we wish him well in his retirement. But uh, he's been there. I he's forget. been there for a while. Yeah. And I, I read the thing and I didn't write down he how started long he's off. He's a Parsons, Kansas boy. He started off in the same oh, okay. town that Gary Bandy grew up in. Mm. So, uh, but he's a great guy. And he took care. He, 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 he pretty much single-handedly handled the Joplin Tornado a response from the city. I mean, he he did a great job. Great job. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, everybody I've talked to, the, the response was awesome. Oh yeah. And we have to Keith to thank to thank for that. So, anyway, congratulations, Keith. Hope you enjoy your retirement. Absolutely. Uh, come down here and be on the podcast live with us sometime. <laughs> absolutely. Okay. Uh, got anything else over there, Corey? Uh, I don't. Okay. I didn't well, have anything to begin with. Well, you, you had that wonderful you had breaking news. Yeah, I love yeah, the breaking I news. So. Yeah, I did. All right, it's time to get to the next segment then. Get ready to get educated in Shara's fun. Facts are this week in weather history, whichever one she has prepared for today. So, Shara, it's all you. What do you got going over there? I, again, have a little bit of both. I like that. Um, some of these are going to be a repeat, but it's, okay. it's Labor Day. We got to do some Labor Day fun facts. Labor Day last year, too. So there you go. It happens every year. I mean, it's <laughs> okay. just nuts. So, I mean, I don't remember. So surely you know, our listeners don't remember. Oh, gosh, no. 
But I think I found some new ones. I don't know. We'll see. Okay. The first Labor Day celebration was September 5th, 1882 in New York City. On that Tuesday, 10,000 citizens marched for labor rights down the streets of Manhattan. During this time, the average American worked 12 hours a day, six days a week. And it wasn't until the Adamson Act passed on September 3rd, 1916, that our modern eight-hour workday was established. Eight hours? Yes. Okay. 1913. So before that, they That's worked a long time ago. six days a week, 12 hours. On average. That's way too long. Probably a little more. Yeah. The theory about why we can't wear white after Labor Day is highly debated. (laughs) Okay. And I still struggle with this one myself. Because I almost put on a white shirt for church this morning and it was like... It's it's not Labor Day yet. So taboo. (laughs) So there's three hypotheses about the origins of the no white after Labor Day directive. Uh, now, I grew up in a world where you did not wear white after Labor Day. I mean, like to the point where in the fall, after Labor Day, I had to wear my dark dress shoes to church. This is where it mostly affected me was church. And then I could not wear my new white shiny dress shoes until Easter. But we had to put them away into the closet after Labor Day. I vaguely fermi- re- vaguely remember you telling me something like yeah, that. Like yeah, like this was a real thing. I, oh, I mean, gosh. Really? Know, if you had white capris and white things, you didn't that wear them was after a no. Labor Day. Oh, my gosh. Packed yeah. all that away. <laughs> anyway, um, so the first theory, disagreed upon by many, is based on class distinction. Uh, which was from the early 1900s. Although white clothing was clearly an upper-class luxury, after the Civil War, it became harder to distinguish women that were coming from old money or new money. So that was where they decided to stop wearing white after Labor Day. Wow. The... Oh, I lost my train of thought. Where'd it go? Why did I take a picture of the... What? Give me a second. I'll get there. Oh, oh, oh God. The higher class ladies <laughs> then made uh, inane fashion rules to weed out those who were out of place. Those were the snobs of the 1900s. <laughs> okay. The second theory speaks to a more practical approach by pointing out that Memorial Day and Labor Day bracketed the summer season. Therefore, lighter, summery, white clothes were no longer needed after Labor Day. All right. That one makes sense to me. The last theory has to do with popular fashion magazines, who are probably the real reason we have this. Okay. <laughs> who may have begun promoting fall clothing after Labor Day, and the trend was picked up. But, I mean, whatever theory you believe, it's basically, the it's kaput. <laughs> like, oh, okay. now you can wear whatever you want, whenever you want. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. You can thinking, wear yeah. white all year long if you want. Okay, there you, you go. You can wear long sleeves and fall colors. All year long, if you want. So, like Garen. I yeah. mean, yeah. Michael Kors says so. So, oh, if Michael Kors says it, right? Yeah. It's got to be true. <laughs> Labor Day, ironically, causes some of the longest working hours for retail workers. So, Labor Day weekend is notorious for having crazy sales. You know, this kind of happens. Oh, that's it, right. Happens in our town too. Yeah. You know, Labor Day is a huge thing here. It's a busy weekend, so but I, shows, I never got that. Shows it, run longer. Sales are going on at the malls. 
Our amusement, audiences have way Amusement up. parks are open later. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, Labor Day, we're supposed to be celebrating time off and relaxation. <laughs> and, you know, unfortunately, this means retail workers, which is like 6% of the country's employment system, have to work longer hours on a day especially dedicated to labor appreciation. But they are laboring on yeah. Labor Day, yeah. But, I mean, you've also got your police officers, fire, hospital that, you know, they yeah. work around anyway. Yeah. Um, Labor Day is the official end of hot dog season. Oh. Now we, if you'll recall, Memorial Day was the official start of hot dog season. Oh, there you go. But uh, it's recorded in the National (laughs) Hot Dog and Sausage Council. There's an out, there's a hot dog and sausage council. Are you serious? The National Hot Dog and Sausage Council. They have a website. Look them up. Oh, oh god! I mean, it's the official end of hot dog oh, season. Wow. I feel like you're breaking some kind of rule if you grill them after Labor Day, but uh, whatever. <laughs> to each banish, banish. Okay. <laughs> it is the second most dangerous holiday weekend to drive on U.S. highways, uh, according to CBS News. There were 308 casualties over Labor Day weekend um, between 2000. 19 to 2021 20, sorry 2021 yeah okay i was like <laughs> <laughs> following closely behind memorial day's 312 casualties so uh this particular holiday designate the beginning and ending of summer where excitement is heightened and young people tend to be more reckless on the road okay slow down pay attention oh. don't die uh the holiday also symbolizes other endings and beginnings. So Labor Day is the unofficial end of summer, of course, and the end of hot dog season. Aww. <laughs> but it's also the beginning of pumpkin spice season. Oh, God. And the beginning of NFL season. Oh, Corey loves that. Almost every NFL kickoff game has started the weekend after Labor Day. It's the end of white pants, but it's the beginning of black pants. Is and that true, Corey? What? The NFL thing? I mean, oh, he's I mean, a sports guy. We're not oh, huge NFL the first people. game after. It's the a weekend after Thursday Labor Day, after all Labor the NFL Day. teams. Oh, okay. I, I, it's okay. also, unfortunately, the end of three-day weekends Ew. until November. So, yeah. so in October. Four-day weekend, basically. Yeah. Yeah, true. Okay. All right. Um, I have some of this date and weather history. Okay. Ooh, cool. On this day in Arkansas weather history, in 2008... The remnants of a certain hurricane. Y'all should know this. 2008? 2008. Okay. Where Which was hurricane this? Which hurricane was this? Where was it? Yeah, where? Well, it's Arkansas weather history. Oh. But they were experiencing the remnants of a hurricane. There's no telling. It wasn't Katrina, was it? No. 2008? I was going to say, no. that's that not Katrina. Gustav. Hurricane no. Gustav. Okay. Moved Wait. across the natural state from September 2nd to September 4th, spawning two tornadoes oh. that were reported. We got some of that rain. It From That's looking at thinking, it, yeah. it like dumped rain, we got five inches of rain all up into that. this area. Oh, we did? Um, in, like, in like a day. It said reported oh, wow. rainfall like amounts up to nearly 12 inches. Yeah, I remember that. So that one hurt. Mr. Gustav traveled far. Mm-hmm. September 2nd, 1882, 
was the earliest known photograph of lightning. Oh, I think I saw something. It was like captured that. by a man named William Jennings in Philadelphia. Um, there's been several other contenders from the 1800s, but most sources will pin Mr. Jennings' image as the first. And if you look it up, there's a picture. You can look Google that. Oh, wow. Okay. There's a picture of lightning. It's oh. a pretty it's a decent picture. It, it looks like a twig laying on a black piece of paper to me, but... <laughs> Here, show me. <laughs> yep, that pretty much does. <laughs> I, I feel like I could have drawn that, but, you know, it's 1882, so... Yeah, yeah okay, yeah, yeah, go gurgle that, yeah, okay. So, you know how hard it was to capture lightning in 1882? I can't oh even imagine. Gosh. Well, first, it wouldn't be as hard... I'm surprised hard. they can even well, take a picture. I, I, I say that, and then I say, wait a second, every photo back then was a long exposure photo everyone oh, that's, that's why true. nobody oh. smiles in the photos oh. you just sit still like this because if you move it ruins the photo so you don't smile so you can't, Is see, that you can't why? sit there and smile yes, for it's five a long minutes, exposure though? you style like there for 30 seconds you just sit still so if you shoot the sky for 30 seconds eventually you just bound to get some lightning right so mom that's why dad never smiled oh there you go i okay, never understood that though why can't you sit there and smile for 10 minutes because it's muscles, your muscles with atrophy. If, if Corey's taking your picture, you are going to sit there for two minutes at least, smiling while he moves the camera around and snaps pictures. And I use different lenses. He's ridiculous. You're in public and you're in front of people and you're standing there smiling like, take the picture, take the picture, take the. Did you take it yet? Take Only the picture. She's like that. I, she needs <laughs> a smile and shut up. <laughs> Okay, this is becoming domestic. I so. got breaking news over oh, here. I'm Mark. in the middle of my fun oh, facts. Okay, you don't understand the how breaking news works. What's your breaking? Do you really have some awesome fun facts? I can't wait for this. You do your thing, guys. Meteorologists in Denver are freaking out right now. Why? La Nina. Oh gosh. Wait a minute. We just talked about that. We already talked about La Nina. I'm not done talking about La Nina because. They're kind of freaking out because this is a rare triple dip La Nina. We talked about this. They're expecting more snowfall this year. This is breaking. In they the mountains. just now realize this. Yeah, it just came over my phone. I got an alert just now. They're talking. Uh, <laughs> they're talking major snowfall let's in the Denver Grayson. area. He's in Denver. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Let's let's talk about snowfall in Denver. You know what? Okay. You know. And I find this pretty cool, actually. All right. There's only, what, two months out of the year <coughs> see no snow in Denver. Two months out of the year. I would say and July, July and August. Is it July say. and August. June has snow. This is an average snowfall. Yeah. June always has a trace on average of snow. And, and in September, you're up to over an inch of snow in, in Denver. They're expecting an average, the average to go up by... Five to six inches in parts of of uh, Denver due to La Nina, but they've had we've had La Nina the past three years basically. Am I right? Well, at least off a year and, and a half. A year and well, a half. Well, you yeah. had one, then you had one, an off season, then you're back. Yeah, then it kind of went. Yeah, right. Again, this is clickbait. It also. Uh, well, that's true. It, it says, and you interrupted my fun well, for clickbait. <laughs> Here is here is the telltale sign of clickbait. Okay. When the headline says, Shake, shiver, and shovel. Get ready for the snowiest winter in Denver. 
That's clickbait, right? Ooh. And then they go to they go to uh, reference the farmer's almanac. Okay. Oh, oh, they go back to reference. Yeah. <sighs> Expect a colder than normal winter if you're going to Denver. Back to uh, fun facts with Shara. I mean, I only had one more. Oh, okay. Oh, you want me to play your thing again? So you interrupted it for that. What's it? Well, it's interesting. I have one more of this date in winter okay. history. Okay. Well, what's that? Then we'll go back to like... September 1st through 2nd, oh. 1859. That's Whoa, a long That's time. a while back. Yeah, Do that's a long time. you remember this day? He does. I don't. <laughs> 1859? It was a pretty significant thing. Okay, so. what? What? <laughs> the most intense solar storm in documented Ooh. history okay. impacted Earth, mm-hmm. known as the Carrington Event. Okay. This geomagnetic storm produced auroras seen as close to the equator as Cuba and Hawaii. Wow. Telegraph infrastructure was severely damaged worldwide. Yeah, that's that's major. And if you look up the pictures, they're pretty cool. Wow. I mean, how back to the tele? How far back to the? Apparently, 1859. <laughs> I was kind of shocked. Pictures, they're cool. They didn't have pictures in 1859. Yeah, I'll give you one of those. They're not pictures from 1859, honey. Absolutely, they are. Uh-huh, Someone good. took that picture in 1859. It's a long exposure. Really long. Like this long. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine, you know, it, it, it. they still affect radio signals today, satellite oh, yeah. communications. Oh, yeah. Especially if it's strong, Yeah. <sighs> I, there's like actually like some, to see it, I the, think those the, are body the aurora in Cuba. The, that's crazy. That is way crazy. That is crazy. Hawaii and Hawaii. I mean, really? I would love to see that someday. I mean, yeah. that'd be cool to see. But we need to time travel back 170 mm-hmm. years. Yeah. I don't. I don't think it would cause that much damage. The stays like we would it like. I think yeah, it oh probably yeah. would. Oh yeah. It would cause it more damage up. today than it would back then because they didn't have all the radio stuff back then. They had telegraphs. Right. And just imagine the outages that, that we would see today. We have more stuff nowadays. Yeah. True, 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 true. All right. All right. Well, that's all I have. Oh. Well. Okay. I worked hard on those all you day. did. I know, and I love it. I love it. So, so Corey. You have what? any other breaking news? So, okay. Wait a minute. Wait. When does the new La Nina come out? Huh? Well, they have a La Nina we get update. A new one? Yeah. It's like there's a new. What's wrong with the old La Nina? No, no, no. Like the update. They always come out. Oh, you mean uh, the update? What? Didn't didn't I say that? You said the new La Nina. Oh, there. El We're Nina firing up. the old one. Are We're we naming La Ninas now? Oh, one. don't go there. It's going to be called Samantha. Okay, so Samantha. <laughs> I don't know, Sammy, the La Nina. <laughs> that's the first name that popped in my head. Okay, so okay, so the Climate Prediction Center prepared this on the 29th. Of August, because it takes a week. We're still in a La Nina advisor. I'm looking at it online right now. Uh, La Nina is expected to continue with chances of La Nina gradually decreasing from 86% in the coming season to 60% during December through February. Okay, now where are they getting their information? The old oh, Farmer's Almanac. Oh, the, the Farmer's Almanac. Okay, well, we'll see. But this is a uh, respected Denver television station. Okay. It's also on Facebook. 
Well, if it's on Facebook, it's got to be true. Facebook, it can't be true. It says, get ready to shake, shiver, and shovel. Well, right there. Shake, I mean, shiver, and shovel. I do that every winter. Yeah, so. but that's clickbait right there. Okay, well, this is, something, this is something to follow for the next uh, upcoming weeks. So, I don't you know, know, I'm looking more forward to that uh, Crock-Pot advisory I was talking oh, about. Oh, make me, I will do it. I will post right. it. Make me graphics. So, no. okay. So, sh- Sherry, you're about ready? Oh, I forgot. Yeah, it's time for the last last segment. It's the weather word of the week. And it's time for the Stormdare weather weather word slash phrase of the week. And Shara, uh, it's not bad. So I figured, yeah, it's whatever. So what is this week's thing? (laughs) My words got kind of twisted. Did you lose your script? I did. Meteoric water. Oh, there you go. Meteoric water. So what is meteoric water? Meteoric water, since you asked, is the water derived from precipitation, snow, and rain. This includes water from lakes, rivers, and ice melts, which all originate from precipitation indirectly. Most groundwater is meteoric water. Yeah, I had to look that up. It's like, okay, meteoric water... What is non-meteoric water would be something like out of like it's called it's magma something. I mean, it's like it's water produced by the Earth inside that is not from rain or snow. So meteoric meteoric water. I, I Google. I feel it. like it all starts from rain or snow at some point. Right, right, but but there are some things that happen in the in the Earth itself that. If it's squeezed enough, it will produce water. Seriously, Wikipedia. That's no, where I got I'm this information. Well, I mean, I could have written the whole Wikipedia article on well, it. We appreciate you not. Yeah. No, no, no. But this is it. So basically, meteoric water is only water that exists on the earth that comes from rain or snow. That's what it is. So the Grand Canyon, the water in the Grand Canyon is meteoric water because it is it snowed, the snow melted created that that thing uh, I, i'm serious i'm i i know i'm you're, questioning you now I'm, I'm, you're looking around going okay i think i'm just tired <laughs> you're tired yeah there we go well we have been going oh this is the perfect time i'd already shut my brain off and then i forgot oh. i had to do more i was like oh sorry i gotta keep thinking for a few more yeah minutes. well yeah this is a podcast on two two papers Holy cow. well i only had like a couple of paragraphs <clears throat> on the second page, so then I decided to turn the font size up so we have an actual... <laughs> well, I did. It's a 13. Normally, it's 12, so there you go. Ooh. Uh, okay, so for this next week, uh, just look for the possibility of some... Maybe some pop sales. I mean, it's not going to be worth anything. It's not. There's nothing on the models that's, until you get to hour 387. I, wanna, I just want to tell everybody, it's time. The time has come. Make sure your crop pots are in working condition. Yes. We're coming up on We're fall, the pot. actual fall. Right, right. We're in meteorological fall, but not astronomical. If, if your cords are frayed, if you've lost your lids, it's oh. time to make a run. Well, we just bought a crop pot this past week. We already talked about that. Adam Shara has cooked, cooked. Oh. It's best up, you know, and more things. She's got, I'm, I'm just... I just never know what she's going to create these days after I get home from work. I've lost my lid, so 
I need oh. to go and find you my need list. You to head yeah. to Walmart. Yeah, yeah I do. without a lid. We got us a Hamilton Beach. You can't go wrong with them. You know, the cheapest, oh, I know. cheapest one they had. Yeah. <laughs> so, But I had to get the seven quart because, you know, there's but, seven But of we're us. getting oh, yeah. into chili season. We're getting into pot Ooh. roast season. Yeah. Mm. Smells up the whole oh, house. Oh, I make a chuck roast. Oh, there you go. my gosh. It's, we're there. Not hot dog season anymore. Yep. No. Hot dog season ended. I mean, I probably could make some hot dogs in a crock pot, but you know, I wouldn't it try did, it. didn't say that Labor Day was the official start to crock pot season, but I feel like it should. Oh, I feel like it is. I feel like well, we should peg that. But what I think the officially is grill season. Well, that's in the summer. Well, wait a minute, but... You're, we can keep grilling. No, it's a crossover. You can kind of grill until the chili crock pot. It's kind of like now, a transition. Corey will grill. I grill it all year. Corey That's will what grill I mean. if it's negative 20 and it's snowing. He will still be out there. <laughs> I have pictures where I, I can't, shivering I and can't get the grill hot enough to cook out there. It takes cold. longer. But uh, I do He'll it. come in and be like, I don't know why it's taking so long. The grill just won't stay hot. I'm like, gee, it's 20 below outside. <laughs> Wonder why the grill won't and stay hot. And it's sleeting, so I can't even... Yeah. <laughs> Let's look at what you're wearing. You're wearing 8,000 layers, and you're standing out while oh, grilling. You, you can't figure out why it won't heat up. Well, September is transition month, and we were going in here. The tropics are kicking up, obviously, but we're going to start going. We are starting to go down in the average high, and I'm very curious. I really want to try every week to kind of keep track of this uh, cold thing that's what's going on, you know? I, I love summer. As I said, I love I all know. the seasons. I like it. But... You know, everybody's got all excited because pumpkin spice is out, but summer ain't over for me until the pool closes. Oh, that's right. Oh, but see, I thought pool season was Memorial Day to Labor Day. It is. Okay. Pool season is as long as it's warm enough to keep the pool open. Uh Oh, really? Okay. Where we live. Yeah, you're in an apartment, so that that would work. It works. I mean, it's it's too cold to swim at night right now, though. But y'all are going out in the kayaks tomorrow, right? Hopefully. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. That'll be fun. That'll be. So, yeah, post pictures given to me or post on the, on the site. So, All right. You got anything else to add to the podcast before we go? I don't think so. I think we, we pretty much hit it all. I think right? we hit everything. Cher is tired, so you're done. I've been slaving over a crock pot all day. <laughs> you're done. <laughs> okay, well, I think it's time to wrap what this thing up. What a crock pot. Yeah, that's a crock. <laughs> All right, so be sure to look for us on Facebook at Stormdar Weather. Like and follow our page, and be sure to like or comment on our posts to have them show up in your news feed. You can always contact us through our Facebook page or send us an email to stormdarweather at gmail.com. Also, check out our website at stormdarweather.com. Well, that does it for this time, so join us next week for the next edition of the Stormdar Weather Podcast.